Welcome to Listener's Advisory, the San Diego Public Library podcast. Season 3 is here. Today, we'll recap Central's 10-year birthday celebration with a familiar voice. So stick around. This should be fun. On September 30th, 2023, the San Diego Central Library at Joan and Irwin Jacobs Commons celebrated its 10-year anniversary of being open to the public. The event boasted a community resource fair, idea lab activities, several programs, and an address from our library director, Misty Jones. I am really excited to be here today to welcome you to the 10th anniversary slash birthday of the Central Library at Joan and Erwin Jacobs Common. Um, can you believe it's been 10 years already? The story of the Central Library since opening 10 years ago has been one of success for SDPL and the residents of the city of San Diego. Since opening our doors, we've been able to serve more members of the public in newer and expansive ways. But except for those little pesky COVID years that we've had, um, we've averaged about 1.1 million visitors a year in the Central Library. We have hosted thousands of programs from concerts to author talks to story times to magic shows to swing dancing. While I've worked for the library system for many years, some of my favorite times have been at New Central. Not only have I worked with some of the best in the business, I've seen SDPL as an organization adapt to the ever-changing needs of the public. From the new physical space to increased access to internet and technology, to an array of signature programming and extensive partnerships, the Central Library continues to blossom. I got a chance to speak with one of the folks who helped open the new facility and has since helped lead the way to where we are now. Hey everyone, my name is Moni Tong. I'm the supervising librarian for the Central Library and for Area 4 branches. That includes all of the branches in Council District 3, North Park, University Heights, and Mission Hills Hillcrest. You may remember Moni from Season 1's feature of The Book Coven, a librarian's book club for readers of young adult literature. When did you start at Central and what are some of the roles you've served in? Yeah, so I started my career at Central back in 2012. I was a volunteer at San Diego Public Library in 2008. So I loved the library so much that I decided to stick around and I applied for a job and got my first position in the art and music section as a librarian one where I met you, Bob. And so I was there uh, doing arts programming having a blast, open up the new building. After helping to open the new building, Moni's held a series of management positions with increasing responsibility. Um, I then became the teen services librarian. 
And that was a great opportunity to see our digital media lab, the idea lab from its inception, and also work closely with our partner, E3 Civic High, which is the only public high school in a library. And from there, I became the manager of the teen center. And after managing the teen center, I started in adult services, managing the sciences service area at the central library. I had a great time there understanding more about social service needs in the area. One of the facets of my job was overseeing mental health resources and services to unhoused populations. And I had a great, great time really understanding the community and the needs of, of those who are really struggling with their basic needs. And from there, I got promoted to supervising librarian, and that was all about 11 or 12 years ago. So Central Library is like a second home to me, honestly. After 10 years, the new Central Library continues to remind us of our own accomplishments and how we've managed to broaden our scope of services while simultaneously staying true to our organizational roots. So for me, us turning 10 is really a great time to pause and reflect on what an amazing place this really is. I think for library supporters, library workers, this is time to really look back and see, wow, look, look what we accomplished for the community. Look at what an amazing free public space for all ages where we, you know, we don't charge anyone for coming in here. We don't ask any questions. People can come in. It is a free community space. And I think that that's just a, a beautiful thing. So really, it's it's a time for us to reflect. It's a excuse for us to throw a big party and have some cake. Um, so I'm excited for that. While the building is filled with new materials, technology, and programs, it continues to host several long-running series with deep histories at SDPL. I am so proud of everything that originates from this building and all the services and programs that we have. Some of the things that come to mind are our really long-standing programs, programs that we've had since the 1950s, the 1960s. One of them is our local authors program that we have annually. We've been having that for 58 years now. Another one is the Central Library Concert Series going on its 68th year now. So those are some classic programs that are that are still wildly popular. Alternately, the last decade has been a boon era for innovation and expansion. And then in the last 10 years, we've had a lot of change. A lot has happened in the world. You know, we've adapted a lot to technology, changing environments, different populations, more diversity. But some of the things that have started just in the last 10 years is our Idea Lab. That's our digital maker lab here on the fourth floor. It is a combination of digital media, 3D printers, a memory lab where you can digitize old formats. And it's really uh, common now across libraries across the nation. But at the time, we were really a trailblazer and were able to have a very popular service for people who were not familiar with this new technology. Another program that started 10 years ago is the ICANN Center's Library by Mail program. That's a wonderful program in which you can receive materials from the library if you are a homebound patron or if you are visually impaired, plus it's free. That's an amazing service. 
Um, we also have a very popular swing dance program, which is up on the ninth floor. That's Swing Dance Under the Dome. That started about 10 years ago as well. Beautiful program. You get to dance under the stars, under the dome. It's great. Everyone should check it out. Perhaps the best part of the new building is the space it provided for collections we've been developing long before New Central was opened. And more generally, I think what the Central Library has really allowed us here to do is have some big, beautiful spaces for collections that didn't have as much space before, such as our children's library, which is bright and wonderful and decorated with Dr. Seuss. We have an amazing teen center that is themed to be like a beach in San Diego. And it's just very special that we have these areas that had little space before that really has everything that there is to offer to those age groups. Additionally, we've been able to open up the Sullivan Family Baseball Research Center, home to one of the biggest baseball research collections in the U.S., as well as the Marilyn and Jean Marks Special Collection Center, which houses our California collection. We also have a new amazing art gallery on the ninth floor that has rotating exhibitions from San Diego artists. They have rotating exhibitions and curators in that space, and it really is special. And then finally, my, my favorite room in the building is the rare book room, which has historical archives and books, artwork, sculptures, and we're continually adding to that. So I really consider it a gem of, of the building. Um, and we're always changing, but those are some of the things that come to mind when I think about what has endured here at the Central Library. I think one of the things that comes to mind for me is the way we were able to meet the technological needs of the public when we first opened. When we were still in the old building, I remember we had that tiny little computer lab. There was a perpetual line. It was kind of chaotic because there was always so many people clamoring to get on the computers. And then we moved over here. It was like, we want to make sure that we have more computers than people are going to need so that we can always be able to provide that service. And now computers and libraries and internet access and Wi-Fi and even circulating technology is par for the course when it comes to libraries. And I just, I feel like that was one of the things that we were able to really burst on the scene with, with this new building. Totally. Um, not having people wait for a computer, that was that was eye-opening and so great to be able to point people to an empty chair with a computer that they could use immediately. That really served us well too during the pandemic because we had to cordon off every other computer. And even then we still had enough machines for people who needed the service. So really having enough computers uh, was fantastic when we first opened. And now we have a new program too, the Digital Navigator program, where we have one-on-one help for those who need help with technology or with computers, um, that's a wonderful new service that we have had in the past year or so to help close that digital gap. Just as the past 10 years have brought cutting-edge innovations and an ever-expanding menu of offerings to our public, we anticipate continuing this trend over the next 10 years and beyond. What can we expect in the future from the Central Library? Anything you can talk about? Yeah, so I asked a bunch of managers this question. One person said that they hoped we had root beer 
coming out of the water fountains. So um, I don't know, I guess we can work on that one. But uh, (laughs) some of the things that have come up, you know, they all come back to what we're all about at the library, which is community and stories. So one of the things that I want to mention is our special collection section. They're working on a new project called Community Archives. And what they're going to do with that project is teach people in the community how to digitize and archive their own families' historical documents and ephemera so that we can create a regional archive of people living in San Diego. Another project that came up is an ongoing community readathon. I love being read to still. Adults still like story time. That's the idea behind this is a community readathon of classic stories that's coming out of our humanities section. On the third floor, we are developing a new area called the Micro Business Center. That's going to be designated space for small businesses to do research, have meetings and events, to have a co-working space. That is coming up very soon. We're very grateful to our Library Foundation SD for providing the funding for that. And all of our all of our sections are working with so many different community partners. One of them is the Old Globe. Our art and music section has an ongoing partnership with them for the Globe for All performances that occur every October. That provides free access to Shakespeare performances, which we have in the courtyard here at the Central Library. I love Globe for All. Yeah. I, I love it. I always pause, you know, as I'm like rushing around the building. I think the last time they had the performance, I actually paused and stopped and watched the whole program and missed whatever I was going to at the time. But, you know, it was really touching to see that many people gather in the courtyard watching Shakespeare. It's just uh, one of the times where I sit there and think how much I, I love working at the library. Finally, uh, next summer, San Diego is going to be host to the American Library Association Conference. Uh, We're really excited here at the Central Library to show off our beautiful building and all of our services to librarians across the country. So that's what we're looking ahead to next. While the building is beautiful and our offerings robust, libraries are not just physical spaces. They're made up of the individuals that fill them every day, the patrons and the staff, the brief visitors and daily denizens, and everyone in between. I'm Annalisa Jorgensen, and we love the Central Library and are so happy to celebrate it. We've enjoyed it for many years and love all it does for the community. Hi, I'm Nadia. I have a a 14-month-old daughter, and we're having a great time this morning. Got some face painting and cupcakes, lots of colors, and lots of happy kids. I'm Finn, and happy birthday, Central Library. The new Central Library at Joan and Irwin Jacobs Common represents our perpetual journey forward. It's a leveling up that doesn't simply end with the opening of our doors. When Rob Quigley designed the, what is now, iconic dome, on the building he intentionally designed it to look unfinished, to be in a state of becoming. So this is also true of Central. In the last 10 years, we have become a destination, a space where people want to be. We have become an incubator to try new services like the Idea Lab and the Virtual Travel Center. 
we have become a cornerstone institution in the city, embodying the importance of libraries everywhere. And like our vision statement, we have become the place for opportunity, discovery, and inspiration. So what will we become next? I guess you'll just have to stay tuned and find out. Hey folks, Bob here. Today I'm hanging with Library Shop Manager and Listener's Advisory co-host, Scott Eric Burgess. Scott, welcome to season three. Thanks, Bob. It's great to be back with you. So what'd you think of Central's 10-year celebration? Central's 10-year celebration. It's hard to believe I have actually worked here since the building opened, so it's also my 10th year celebration in a way. And it was so cool to see the community come down and celebrate it. I was kind of thinking, you know, you get jaded when you uh, work in one place for a long time, right? And you take things for granted. I kind of know where all the the dirt is on the window seals. <laughs> I know what uh, doors squeak in the building. Uh, so it was really uh, good for me to see other folks come and see Central as this amazing thing that it really is. And, you know, we take for granted in San Diego that we have an amazing central library. It's something that we weren't given. It's something we had to fight for. It is still, even after 10 years, uh, one of the best libraries in the nation. And so it was just great to see people celebrating that. And it reminded me why I'm here. Yeah, for sure. It was it was awesome. There was a great turnout. It was really nice seeing patrons and staff hanging out, eating birthday cupcakes the programming that was happening in the courtyard was really awesome. The swing dance, the story time. It was nice seeing our partners connecting with patrons. It was an overall good day. I worked in the old building. Uh, that's where I first met you. And I worked there for, for a pretty long time. So working there and then coming here was kind of mind-blowing for me. And yeah, I've definitely gotten used to this place, but at the same time, I, I think I'm still kind of able to harken back to that time when we worked in that old building, and I can kind of make the connection between then and now and really remind myself when I need to of just how just how lucky I am. But this was certainly a really, really nice reminder. Yeah, and you know, the library shop is in the courtyard there in the central library. So it's, we're literally the first thing people see. So we also get to see their reaction. And even after 10 years, there are still folks that have not been down to the central library. And so it's so cool to see them see it for the first time and see how much it means to them, you know, even after 10 years. Well, folks, we definitely want to encourage you to come down and visit our wonderful Central Library at Jonah Irwin Jacobs Common here in downtown San Diego. We've got plenty of parking and lots of really cool stuff going on daily, and we hope to see you soon. Hey, and if you uh, are thinking of what to get the library as a belated birthday gift, I think the best thing is just to come down and see it. Indeed. That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to thank our guest, Moni Tong. For more information on the many resources, collections, programs, and services mentioned in today's episode, please see our show notes or visit us at sandiego.gov forward slash SDPL podcast. This podcast is supported by the Library Foundation SD. For more information on the good work they do, visit libraryfoundationsd.org.
If you like what we're doing here at Listener's Advisory, please consider sharing our podcast on your social media, leave us a rating or review via your favorite podcast directory, or tell someone you know about us. Thanks in advance.